0: Just
1: made the list! Say yeah! This is Wrestling with Attitude. Sponsored by Attitude Broadcasting. Ooh, yeah. With your host, The Summit. You made a trash collector Enzo. He is better in the ring than Strowman is. Don't tell me Strowman's better than him. Just go to Port Oregon. <laughs> Christian should be on TV every single week. Vanguard One does time travel. Christian is Hall of Fame. Lil' Stevens. Mouth of the Carolinas.
0: Shameless plug. Can I say this? I'm sorry, okay? You know the scaffold matches I like? I like the scaffold matches in ECW where it's just a piece of plywood built by... Ellsworth. I hate to say this, but Matt Hardy is the Marty Jannetty of the Hardy Boys. Come to Puerto Rico. J.B.L. Dixie Carter. She can hug me all night long. it Long! But if Frank the Clown has a chance with her, I am definitely end of the list.
1: Voice of Charlotte. The QCB. Finally, <laughs> the QCB has come back to the Wrestling with Attitude show. Shia ja LeBuff of WWE. The Reigns. Horrible Marine movies that John Cena's doing. I'd rather see Kevin Bacon new. Follow us on Twitter at Show. Catch all our shows at WrestlingAttitude.com. Listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Spreaker. No, I in. I in till oh I love the opening of this show every single week you hear the greatest song There we go Welcome to Wrestling Attitude I'm your host The Summit join me today is the one and only? Thank goodness! Thank you, Mrs. Helbig, Hilberg,
0: yeah, uh, get right. Stephen.
1: <laughs> the mouth
0: of the Carolinas, definitely in the mouth of this show. Well, I don't understand why you say it's the greatest song in the world because I mean I don't hear it. Did you hear it this week? I didn't hear it this week. Yeah, you did. Don't mind. <laughs> Going to feud to each other? Yes, they are. The I Haya hope Bros so.
1: are. I hope they go away. Uh, that would be.
0: I'm getting tired of these six month feuds like siri- like these feuds like that should have happened it's not been a feud no years. no but this it should have been a feud when One. he came back like he should have just One. i don't i don't like the build One. up of it because I do. They've done nothing. We've seen them once, once a month. We've seen this before. The same thing are true. I know that's what I'm saying. I don't and like it, Goldust. I don't like it. I feel like it's too long. Like wrap no, it up because we already know
1: it's going to happen. I don't think it is. I I'm mm. fine with it. What else you got for them?
0: Nothing. I know, but so I just, let them do it this way. No, because Mo- Mojo. First off, Mojo Riley shouldn't be in WWE anymore. I'm sorry, but I would. I agree. I mean, he doesn't put. This will be
1: the greatest rivalry since Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. Oh, my God. All right. <clears throat> what? Mm-hmm. I'm saying. I mean, no, you are. You're living in a chest. Gilberg and Al Snow would there be a bigger rivalry? Oh, my God. Gilberg and Al Snow.
0: Please give me strength. Oh, my gosh. You, <laughs> what? You, I'm saying this will rob
1: oh. He does. Marty, Marty's got a good one. But, there, I mean, think about the rivalry that the hype bros are going to have. I mean, Marty Jannetty and Al Snow. What was his character when they were tag teams?
0: If you don't even know his character. I can't remember. Come so on, bad. man. Leaf Cassidy. Leaf Cassidy.
1: Whatever. I was going to say head. Yeah. Leaf Cassidy and and Marty Jannetty. the prince a of rivalry. hardcore. You can't forget the prince of hardcore. Oh, yeah, I can. Uh <laughs> You know Prince Albert and Test. I mean, you think about all the tag teams that have feuded each other. Oh this God. is going there with the Hulk and Animal feud.
0: That wasn't really a feud. Bless your
1: heart. Uh, <laughs> was it really a feud? Billy Kidman. That was yeah. That was a good. One. What were what we talking? Yes, that was a good one. Uh, but no, it's going to be a great feud, man. I don't know why you complain. Anyway, it's not going to be a good feud. Yeah, it is. This going to be a great feud. All right, anyway, let's get into our top five today. Uh, Like I told everybody, it's top five Bobby Heenan moments. So if you got – we're going to go around the table with me and Steven and share our top five Bobby DeBrain Heenan
0: moments. Uh, Billy and Bart Gunn didn't even have a feud. Billy and Bart, thank you. They didn't have a feud. They had had one match. You know who else?
1: (laughs) Don't forget. Oh, my God. Rico and Billy. They had a feud. Ricky and Chuck. I mean, Billy and Chuck. Oh, my God. Get it right. (laughs) Billy and Chuck
0: have. a feud. First you go to Rico, then you go to Chuck. Come on, man.
1: Rico Rico had a feud. Think about Conan and Rey Mysterio (sighs) had a feud. All right, I'll give you that one, actually. (laughs) Uh,
0: The Nasty Boys had a feud. But, you know, you never saw the good tag teams have a feud. Never saw the best of the tag. That's not true. All right. Give the me Rockers. A... How can you say they didn't have a feud? Never won a championship. The champion. Road Warriors were, Never won a, a championship. The Road Warriors had a feud. Which one are we talking about? We're not talking Hulk. about Drunk Hawk. Or are we talking about... Hayden Bayek. The Dudley Boys had a feud. The Hardys had a feud. Hello.
1: Edge and Christian had a feud. Nah, that didn't... That How, that right, you're making these outrageous <laughs> statements. <laughs> Anyway, let's get into the top five. Are you
0: finally ready for that? I don't see G generation X having a feud. Sound off. Where your voice can be heard. Sound off. Let them know how you feel. The anger inside is <laughs> real. Sound off. I will give you that one.
1: They didn't. The
0: Quebecers. Yeah, the man. The
1: Quebecers was a great tag team. Kevin Nash, Hogan. I don't was see the, team, uh, the, the Raju brothers. Oh, Scott, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash have a feud.
0: Were they a tag team?
1: Yes, the outsiders. Hello. Oh, that one. Eh. Yeah. Didn't uh-huh. count. X Pac and Road Dog? Billy Gunn and Road Dog?
0: Oh, all of D generation.
1: <laughs> you didn't know?
0: Stop it. Yeah,
1: uh-huh. I <laughs> thought you knew all this stuff. <laughs> uh you missed your DX over here. Alright. Scott and Rick. They hey, look at all these feuds, man. But nothing will ever beat the oh hype. Oh my bro. gosh, Stop. That was great. The make me smile thing was great with Dolph Ziggler. Uh, we got top five Bobby Brain Heenan moments. You want to start with number five?
0: Yeah, um, I'm going to start with um, the gimmick battle royal at 2000, uh, 2001 WrestleMania seven, The greatest
1: WrestleMania to ever happen.
0: First off, it was kind of the last time we saw Bobby Heenan on... Um, On wrestling programming, I mean, he was at some Hall of Fame speeches, but this was the last time we really saw him do anything with WWE, and it was a big deal for me because this was right when WCW was ball. And what does Vince McMahon do? He says, you know what? Hey, Mean Gene, uh, Bobby the Brain, you guys are going to do a a battle royal. We're going to have you guys come in. Like I loved it.
1: Don't forget that that night also – they were backstage making out with the two hottest women ever, oh, May Young and Phyllis
0: Mula. I forgot about that part.
1: Don't forget that. Oh yeah, and Bobby Eaton's trying to get away from May Young. He was trying. He was trying to get what? He was trying to get away from her. Yeah, you remember that one? Yeah, he was trying to get the hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boo! Little comedy club folks on South Boulevard. <laughs> I'll be there every Saturday night. It's half off. i about to say they were about to get mad at us because we have not sponsored them yet today. <laughs> they are a sponsor. <laughs> uh, we are Attitude
1: Broadcasting, also, actually, sponsors the show. We put Attitude in broadcasting. Yeah. Uh, but yes, you can definitely catch us at the. Comedy zone. All right, dude, no, little don't put me zone. into this.
0: That's all you. That's not me at the all. The
1: little comedy zone <laughs> off of South Boulevard. <laughs> I'm not part of the. Where little we board. make midgets disappear.
0: Which ones? <laughs> Actual midgets or midgets?
1: Is <laughs> one. All right, number five for me is when Bobby slapped Andre the Giant. Ooh, worst mistake you ever made. <laughs> That and slap a midget. You don't ever...
0: <laughs> no, no, it's late. It's too late.
1: Don't go... <laughs> you don't ever slap midgets.
0: You can't just do a Trump break at any time. It doesn't uh, yeah, work that like, way.
1: Little Comedy Zone, South Boulevard. Uh Anyway, <laughs> moving.
0: I can't do this today. <laughs> uh,
1: um, <laughs> hey, you need some laughter in this world. Uh, also... But when he slapped Andre to the giant, man, it just changed. Because Bobby and Andre were great together. Yeah. And to split that up, Andre was at the end of his wrestling career. He couldn't wrestle anymore. He had to work a way out of wrestling. And Mm -hmm. it was a perfect situation that happened to him uh, as far as wrestling goes. And I think really –
0: Bobby really helped Andre's persona because Andre was the guy he could talk a little bit. He actually could; he didn't have to, because you had that guy of Bobby the Brain Heenan, because he was that mouthpiece. He listen. I'm
1: not calling Andre this person. I'm getting ready to say, but Roman Reigns and Andre with talking could do without. Well, yeah. Uh, and Bobby, and, and same way with... Uh, because you did understand Andre, but you're it was very tough to yeah. understand Andre.
0: But that was the cool thing about Andre. He didn't need it, though.
1: No, no. He didn't need to talk at he all. Didn't. He didn't. Like, Lesnar, to me, doesn't need to talk. He's
0: seven feet... Well, right. I mean, uh, yeah. What Lesnar, is he going to do in the, Lesnar the ring?
1: Lesnar doesn't need to talk. No. Andre didn't need to talk.
0: No, and, and that's that was the good thing about it. And I think just... Bobby being there really did help him. Right. Like, I don't think, I mean, heck, I don't even think Andre needed Bobby to succeed. He didn't. No, I th- it added so much. No, it added is because what I'm saying. Because not
1: just that, but Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man, and Andre, it added so much. Because the way Ted DiBiase bought the WWF
0: title at the time, All right, let me ask you this. It added so much. Would Andre have still been hated as much as he was hated later on, and we'll talk about that feud. Um, uh, if Bobby the Brain Heenum was not there,
1: he would have been hated. Yeah, no matter what, because I think you, okay. I think our um, our automatic go to is when we see a big tall athlete is be like, okay, especially in wrestling of anything. I think wrestling. <laughs> You don't like the big guys. Yeah, the first automatic
0: first thing I thought of when I saw Giant Gonzalez was like, Oh, I hate this guy. No,
1: you you're like, Who in the hell's going to slam this guy? Yeah. Great Kylie. I mean a different story of Great Kylie <laughs> altogether. <laughs> but <laughs> you looked at these big guys and you're like, Oh Yokozuna. You know, Yo yeah, Yokozuna. I mean, who's gonna do anything against these tall guys? Yeah. Because in wrestling we like to see the we like to see the good guy beat the bad guy, but if you know, besides Hogan, who else was going to beat Andre the Giant back yeah. in the 80s? There wasn't – there really wasn't another you guy. You would have been believable. Yeah. And that's a great way to do down the road. But, you know – I don't
0: think I could think of anybody.
1: I mean, who else could headline at WrestleMania three with Andre the Giant?
0: Ric Flair. No, he wasn't. <laughs> into,
1: no, because different story, man. Yeah. you. you I don't think you could have done that. I don't think you could have either. I mean c- – yeah. Roddy Piper, no. No. Nah. Right, Macho Man, no. Uh <laughs> Big John Studd wasn't there. King Cone Bundy was there, but he was a heel, and that wouldn't have worked with the two of them. Yeah.
0: Um, just, yeah.
1: I don't think there was another person in WWF at the time that could have helped.
0: No. That
1: that not, I mean, just – but Bobby added so much. Yeah. Rick? Ravishing Rick Rude does. I mean, I couldn't argue with that. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying, I don't think anybody could beat Andre that would have been believable at the time. Hogan was just the perfect storm. Uh, But going back to our top five, what's your number four?
0: My number four uh, would just have to be like it's. I don't really know if I classify it as a moment. Just every time Bobby the Brain Heenan took off Rick Rude's robe was just the best thing, like, I was a kid when I was watching this stuff, and it still sticks into my memory today, just because it was so iconic, it was one of those things, like, he he was, uh, he did the littlest things, like, he didn't really even need to be with Rick Rude. There was nothing he really did with Rick Rude. All he did was it was like he was his fanboy. That's basically all Bobby did with Rick Rude, and that's why it was so great to me. So that's why that's on my list. Just No, the, I mean, <laughs> him being with him, that, that just, just was great. great. The two of them was perfect
1: storm. Yeah. I disagree with Hogan beating Andre because Andre beat him several times before, I think. Who else could beat Andre is my question. That's what we were talking about because I don't think there's another person on the roster at the time that could beat Andre. Yeah, I mean I know Andre beat him several times, but Andre didn't beat him when it mattered. Yeah. And that's all that mattered at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania 3 at the time. That's all that mattered. It didn't matter if Andre beat him on Saturday night's main event 2 weeks earlier. It didn't matter. All that mattered was the was at the main Wrestling event, which was WrestleMania, especially that time. I mean, yeah, you pay attention to Saturday night's main event, but you didn't. I mean, when you go to Mania, that was WrestleMania 3 was huge. I mean, the biggest, at the time, the biggest indoor, outdoor, no, indoor that was ever happened for attendance. I mean, it was huge. Uh, Number four for me is when Heenan welcomes Ric Flair into the WWF. Yeah. Listen. It changed – it was a different Ric Flair in WWF at the time than what we saw in WCW.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean – And
1: Heenan helped.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, he did. I mean, it's it's Heenan.
1: Oh, let me throw out there, so did Mr. Perfect. What? He helped because he was with Ric Flair for a little bit
0: too. Well, I mean, Ric Flair kind of brought his own little stable with him. He did. He had his own little stable. They didn't do anything, but they – he kind of had to. player didn't need them, too. No, but that was the whole point. Like, he had his group of friends, basically, with him, and it was great. But, yeah, I
1: mean, just Bobby Heenan just added so much to every wrestler he was ever with. Yeah. And it, it was just perfect. I can't think – I mean, even with him managing Ming, it was perfect. King Haku, excuse me. Uh, it was perfect. Get right.
0: King Haku, <laughs> yeah. All right, what's your number three? Whew. Oh, um, gr- uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan saying goodbye to Gorilla Monsoon. On, After you pass away. Yeah, on um, Monday Nitro. Uh, This one sticks out to me because it's just so... You know, the, the one man in the business I call a professional is Bobby the Brain Heenan of... He never broke character whatever he was doing it did not matter he was good and you could tell he was having a hard time just because it meant that much to him and it really shows me that the respect and friendship he had with um gorilla monsoon yeah and that was just you know that that's always been uh, a big deal to me so
1: yeah uh, for me, number three is Bobby with the Islanders versus Coco Beware and Bruce Bulldogs. The first at WrestleMania four, him being a wrestling match against Coco Beware and Matilda chasing him after the match was just this is one of my fondest memories of Bobby Brain. You know? <laughs> I loved him with the Islanders too. That was another. I loved the Smo SWAT teams that they had. Yeah, and he was the Islanders were winning. But watching him run around in what looked like a straitjacket jacket is just hilarious. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And calling him the weasel. Don't forget the weasel thing. I mean.
0: Oh, that's so iconic.
1: The costume they made him put on. <laughs> if he lost, he had to put the costume on. That was against the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, really? Huh. He had to put on a weasel outfit. <laughs> that's funny. What you got, number two?
0: Well, Mr. Candlelight said something about it earlier, and of course it's got to be my number two. The famous camel ride into WrestleMania 9. And here's the reason it's so great. Let me set up the scene here. You got they're at Caesar Palace, and they're doing, like, all these famous, you know, Roman, like, all this, you know, basically just everyone's decked out in a toga and everything else. You got Macho Man, but basically, like, riding on, like, some kind of couch, being fed grapes too while he's coming out. And then you got Bobby the Brain behind him in a camel. Right, it's backwards. just yeah, riding backwards. It's awesome. I just I love it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite moments. That was great,
1: <laughs> especially for that WrestleMania because there wasn't a lot else. <laughs> yeah, but that was a great moment. And and Jim yeah. Ross in the toga. That's that's priceless too. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> yeah. Jim Ross will never do it again. Uh, number two for me is Heenan's Hall of Fame speech.
0: Oh, I absolutely. Was, you know.
1: When these guys do their Hall of Fame speeches, some of them are so great. You just – especially Bobby Heenan, the way he had with words. Uh, I I think no one, no one in wrestling had the way with words the way Bobby Brain did.
0: No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh,
1: Mr. Genius, any of those guys. I mean, it was Bobby.
0: Well, that's the thing with – when Bobby talked, man, I – I'm going to compare him to somebody, a manager of today, in a way of when Bobby the, the Brain Heenan talked, he got your attention. There's a, f- there's a handful of people that could do that. Like Paul Heyman is one of those people. Absolutely. And that's like there's a lot of similarities between those two. To me there is just because when Paul Heyman talks, it entertains you. Because you know
1: the biggest difference between those two, when Bobby talks, you kind you you didn't hate him. You couldn't hate him, as much as he tried to be a weasel (laughs) and do different things. You didn't hate him. You respected him. Paul Heyman will talk to you meanly, and you will hate Paul Heyman, even though he's great on the mic. And I just uh, no, Bobby Heenan was more funny. All right, yeah. there you go. More funny than, you know, Paul Heyman.
0: Absolutely. But what I'm saying is they both entertained well, you, you when, when when, they got on the mic. and that That's my whole thing. I agree.
1: No, he definitely did that. Uh, what's your number one?
0: Uh, yeah, my number one, and uh, I was talking to the Summit about it earlier. Um, my number one is the famous Piper's Pit of Hogan. And Andre being interviewed by Roddy Piper and Hogan gets a bigger trophy than Andre even though Andre was undefeated I think for 15 years and Hogan just got a a trophy for being champion or something like that and so and who comes out of the shadows Bobby the Brain Heaton and he tells Andre to join him and everything else and he rips off Hogan's cross and Destroys the shirt. Hoden's bleeding a little bit. And, you know, if Heenan was not in that Piper's pit, I don't think it would have been as good. Heenan was the whole reason it was so good. And and listen to Heenan build it up weeks after.
1: You know, talking about, you know, Hogan, you did this. (laughs) Hogan, you did that.
0: You know, Andre's the true champion. and And that's why going back to what I was saying earlier. Andre was great on his own. Do not get me wrong. I am not saying anything wrong about Andre. But Heenan really just punched it up a little bit more. Like, I mean, Andre was already at the top. Heenan just helped him get a little bit over the top.
1: Top of the summit. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Uh, No, I agree with you. Uh, For me, it is – Bobby the Brain tries to slip into Raw. raw, All right. Uh, <laughs> not once, not twice, but three different times three he guys. tries to slip in. Once was a Jewish guy, or, yeah, looking for his son.
0: A Jewish guy. Yeah.
1: And then the second time, I think, was an old woman.
0: <laughs> no, that's, that was the third time that's I think. the best one. What was the second one? I don't remember the there, but one.
1: there was three times he tried to sneak in <laughs> as different characters every time. Oh my God, <laughs> and to listen to Grill and monsoon talk about him trying to sneak in these all these different times, yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> um yeah, that's a good one, but that's my number one uh another one you could add is Bobby Heenan. When he got thrown out December 6, 2000, not 2000, 1993. Oh, yeah. When he got thrown out by Gorilla. Uh, the way he went out, because that was the last WWE event he was at. Yeah. On Raw. and Or WWF. Then he went to WCW, like, the next week, I he think. He did. Uh, for Nitro.
0: Um. But my- that
1: my number one, though, is that one, him trying to sneak in. Him and Gorilla. Yeah. With the... Man, somebody I saw somebody said it. Albert Albert, Albert and Costello, Costello. Yeah. They compare Albert and Costello.
0: Oh, yeah. Like all the funny things they had on Tuesday Night Titans and all that stuff was just hilarious.
1: Uh, I don't. Have you watched any Tuesday Night Titans yet? A little bit. All right. If you have not watched Tuesday Night Titans, go back and just watch Bobby the Brain and Gorilla. If oh, yeah. you guys, if you guys ladies have not watched it, go back and watch some of it. It is hilarious. Oh yeah. That's why I miss about today's wrestling. We don't have a show like that anymore.
0: Yeah, you do. It's called Tota Bellas and <laughs> No,
1: that's what I'm saying. So be- it yeah, needs to be a too, show like there's that. There's too much reality nowadays. Right. There's
0: not you don't have a comedy thing like right. that anymore. It's I mean not the-
1: unless you do an pi- edge and Christian podcast yeah. or something else. Anyway, that's our top five this week. Uh, next week's top five is going to be uh, top five 90s feuds of all time. Last week, we did 80s. Next week, we'll do 90s. Okay. And we'll, then we'll do 2000s and so on. All right. today. Cool. Uh, but that's next week's. Uh, but Bobby Brain, RIP, thank you. And to your family, uh, yeah. prayers and thoughts.
0: Just thanks for the entertainment. I mean, really. There's not much I can say about it, but... All I know is, you know, when you were here you entertained and you did your job and you really, you know, like that's why the fans love you so much. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. We need a manager like that. That's
1: what we need right now in wrestling. That's very true. I mean, there's you just you don't have one. Bobby I mean, like I said, Paul Heyman's a great talker, but he is more of the heel thing. You need somebody that make you laugh and do fun and just be You know, different things. You don't have a weasel. Yeah.
0: There's no weasel.
1: There never will be. No. Uh, All right. We got, we're coming back. We got another segment. You're listening to Wrestling with Attitude.